good. Mm, yeah, I got a little bit of beer on the computer there. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Back. We're back. Been a minute. We missed you. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to a special episode of Gaming and Drinking with me, Adam Gogan, and I'm sitting here with my buddy, Travis Casey. That's me. Yes, sir, it is. And um, it's special because it's episode 10. That's right. We made 10 we of these. Ma we made it 10 episodes, and it only took us like three months. <laughs> <laughs> we did nine in a row, basically, and then yeah. Yeah, month-long hiatus yeah it's been a while and i will take full blame for that <laughs> because uh it's been it's been crazy for me i i i sold my house i moved uh that, Got real that, life stuff going on real lots of real life man and it don't slow down for nobody that's very true so hug your friends and family let them know you love them <laughs> talking to you right. kyle i love you <laughs> thanks for listening kyle <laughs> That's, um, my that's my brother. When you, while you're pouring that, I'm going to go do my beer. Uh, so I have a Duck Rabbit Martson. I am full on fall beer all the time. Right, it's my favorite beer season. Like I love all the Martsons, all the pumpkins. Give it to me all the time. I don't care all if you the make spices. Basic. Yes, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom. I love it all. Uh, so this is the Duck Rabbit Martson. Uh, I've never had this before. I actually distribute it, and this is the first time we brought it in in a few years, so I'm actually excited about this. So let's see. Do you what also we... like flannel pajamas? Super. I like flannel, but maybe not the pajamas. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's very light. Yeah. Very light for a Martin. Um. Let's see. So duck. You said that's duck rabbit or goose island. The duck rabbit. Duck rabbit. Okay. Um, no, no, no goose island in this house. What? You don't like Goose Island? You don't like that IPA? No. Oh, man. I love that Goose Island IPA. Um, but anyways, I am drinking uh, from Catawba Brewing Company. I am drinking the White Zombie White Ale. Um, pretty good. I don't mind it. I got it the other day um, because Not of the, the can. First time, right? It actually was for the oh, first wow. time. Nice. It's got this cool zombie on the can, <laughs> you know? Where's that's out of? Oh, I should say we should say this is out of uh, uh, Hickory, North Carolina. And this or one no, is from Morganton, North Carolina. Farmville, North Carolina. I'm sorry, not Hickory. Okay, yeah, and Catawba is out of Morganton, North Carolina. So North Carolina is all about the. We've already said that before. North Carolina's got tons of great breweries. If you're ever looking nice. for a place to nerd out for a beer guy, go to Asheville. <laughs> yeah, North Carolina's where cities around it: Farmville, <laughs> Hickory, Raleigh, Winston Salem. Mm-hmm. And this one, I actually got to say, I'm not usually a big wheat ale person, but I do like this one. It is uh, very crisp. Sometimes they've got a lot of citrus. This one says it's got a lot of citrus, but I don't taste a lot of citrus in this. I thing. don't, yeah, to me, those don't really taste a lot of citrusy to me because it, it is like a white, like a, it, it pours kind of white, right? Like it's not a. No, yeah, it's, it's got a light tint. It's got a very light tint to it. Um, it doesn't really. Like compared to like a blue moon or a shock top, it doesn't take it does not have that kind of citrusy like but no. I think those are like fake citrusy flavors, you know? Like yeah. Like not doesn't taste like it's made with like real oranges or lemons or anything. And this this more does because it's it's not that manufactured synthetic taste that a lot of those kind of beers can have. Yeah. I I enjoy it a lot, that's for sure. And I've also been enjoying a lot of other drinks as well lately. <laughs> we <laughs> we actually had our fantasy football draft the other day. Uh, here at the Gogan uh, 
estate. The Gogan estate. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Grilled a bunch of stuff. Um, I obviously have the best team in the league. Um, and Adam drafted gonna win it all. Adam drafted a defense in the seventh round. If that tells you his level of drunk, <laughs> if you know anything about fantasy football, I you- did. Okay. So we did, we made a mistake, at least for me, we did the draft at 9 PM on college game day. <laughs> you made a mistake by starting to drink at 11 AM. That's on you. That's is on is it a mistake? Staff. Is it a mistake? I was getting ready for everybody. I was hosting. So I was like, I need to drink and get this stuff ready. I don't think that's how hosting duties work. <laughs> I need to get to to the drinking so I can be the host. I'm not sure that that's really how that works. Too much social anxiety for me, man. um, Oh, yeah. Social anxiety with like seven of your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was fun, though. We had a really good time there. And we should mention that our alma mater absolutely destroyed. Our what? Alma mater. Okay. What'd you what? You said alma mater. Pimento cheese. God damn right we did though. Yeah. Eastern Illinois, F you. I mean, they're a scrub team, but hey. They are. They won two games in the last two years. We haven't shut anyone out. Last year. We haven't shut anyone out in probably 15 years or something like that. I don't really actually. It doesn't matter how bad the team is. Um, We. Yeah, usually South Carolina plays down to. We we should say we're we're from. We we graduated from the University of South Carolina. Usually South Carolina plays down to the team's level as Mm -hmm. opposed to Mm -hmm. (laughs) not. But um, yeah, it was great. And Clemson lost. And Clemson lost. Which made me feel great. It felt really good. That's it was a good day. It was a good day to be a Carolina fan for the first time in like 10 years. It re- not 10 years, but it feels like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I told my friend who asked about, um, and she graduated from ECU, who were playing this weekend. And I told her, I was like, I'm, this is the first time I've woken up on a Saturday and been excited for Carolina football in at least four years. Like basically, since Muschamp was hired, and and now we no longer have Muschamp, um, the uh, the Shane Beamer era has commenced. Heck yes, it has. And uh, it's very exciting time. Let, let's hope that we keep it up. Actually, I was reading about ECU, and they're a, a very good football team. So I'm, I, we actually just took the line in Vegas, which I don't know what that says. So <laughs> it took all week for them to give us the line. So we'll we'll see. Nice. Well, yeah, I am excited about Carolina football, but we are not sports nerds. We are gaming and drinking nerds. And uh, we have also, along with drinking and watching football, been drinking and playing lots of video games, lots of new old stuff for me. Yeah, Um, some some new old stuff for me as well. uh, Let's let's get the new stuff out of the way because we have a bunch of classic, not classic, but like older games that we've been playing. Um, But there are some new bangers up top that I think we should get to. Yeah, I think you should start because you've got you've got the new stuff. I'm literally all old games. <laughs> what? Slay the Spire. I guess those are not super, super new, but I do have the brand new games. I'm going to talk real quick about one, 12 Minutes, uh, which if you've been on the internet lately, you've probably heard about. It is a um, top-down adventure game uh, from, I guess, like a one person. I think it's one guy. He's been making it for like eight or nine years. I remember Giant Bomb looked at it in like 2016, Mm-hmm. They did like a quick look EX or whatever. And yeah. um, boy, they didn't, they, it took a long time to make that game. And they, I mean, I some, think that five years was probably spent getting out contracts for celebrities. <laughs> they do have three <laughs> very big voice actors. They have Daisy Ridley, uh, James McAvoy and Willem Dafoe. And it's a very voice heavy game too, isn't it? It is voice heavy, but the, a lot of the voices or a lot of the lines 
play over okay so what this game is is a time loop game which is very very fashionable right now um oh i gotta turn this off <laughs> travis has the uh playstation uh uh presentation it's, it's, it's on it said insomniac right and then it said marvel oh my goodness this is oh gosh this is bad. This is bad content. I, I think this is the last trailer, though, because they just showed like a wrap up thing. So I think this is okay. the last trailer. This is the one more thing. Yeah, is this that, is the one more. That's. Is that, oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> Insomniac's so making a Wolverine game. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, so that's okay. super early because that's all they showed. I have goosebumps. I did too. All I over just my got them all over me. Oof. Woo! Okay. Okay. Oh, that's Gran Turismo. All right. So uh, back to 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to, tomorrow, we're going to try to get together and do a reaction to this because this was actually probably the best conference they've done in quite a while. It seems yeah, like. they, they started with a banger, which we'll get to um, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 12 minutes. Uh, it does have a lot of voice acting, but a lot of those lines are repeated because it is a time loop game where you're basically going through these same 12 minutes over and over again, Groundhog Day style. And you're trying to figure out why what is happening to you is happening to you. And to basically give anything away or to talk about it at all, it would give away like the whole plot of the game or not the whole plot, but like basically everything could be considered a spoiler in this game. So um, it is a lot of repeating the same actions over and over again, what you're doing. And it, when I say it's an adventure game, it is an old school style PC adventure game. You are taking, you're clicking on items in the world and clicking on other things with those items to try to use them in like whatever way, like a, a telephone or, you know, like a kitchen knife or, or things like that. Mm. And you're basically trying to figure out why this person has like broken into your house and has, you know, it starts with him arresting you. And then by the end of it, or no, arresting your wife. And then by the end of it, you're dead. And then you loop. Um, and it's the same 12 minutes every time, except you can change what happens by interacting with the world in different ways. And you get those and do you 12, have minutes. 12 minutes total each loop at most. Yes. Okay. Yep. And you can like, there are ways to like circumvent that. Like you'll, you'll get lines of dialogue that it takes a while to get going to where you can like skip lines. But for the first like bit of the game, you're repeating these same lines over and over again. You're doing the same actions over again. You're cause you're trying to figure out, like you're trying to use these items in the environment in different ways and figure out how you uncover whatever mystery it is that, that's going on. Um, I didn't kinda get sounds kind of sounds like a Lucas arts type deal to it's me. Lucas arts. If Lucas arts were super dark and <laughs> heavy and had no sense of humor whatsoever. Um, the game is not funny. The writing is really drab and heavy. Is it and trying too hard? It seems like it, it like is. It's definitely trying too hard. It's a great concept, and I think it's a good premise for the game. I think the problem with it is they don't figure out how to make the loop fun because you're. it, it takes so long. Like Once you get those lines of dialogue, you're hearing them over and over and over again. Um, and they, there are other time loop games where they, they, you know, they can fast forward that stuff. You're like, I already heard this. I don't need to hear it again. Um, but they, this game doesn't quite figure out how to do that. And it doesn't help that the subject matter is like super dark. Like you have is no the, idea. Is your character going crazy in this game? Uh, so I didn't finish it, but I did look up the ending. And let me tell you, it is the dumbest shit I have ever fucking heard in my, in my entire life. Like it is so stupid. And when I tell you that it's stupid, <laughs> trust me, you have no, whatever you think the stupid is, it's way stupider than what you're thinking. It is, hmm. 
it is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So when I found out what actually happened in the game, I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not playing this game anymore. Um, <laughs> How much time did you put into it? Probably put an hour into it. Okay. Most. I, I didn't really like the, like, uh, the mechanic. I like the mechanics in theory, but in execution, I don't think they work in this game very well. I know some people like Hideo Kojima apparently loves it. And it, made, it said it made him want to make a new, um, uh, adventure he game. Would love this shit. And so that's <laughs> kind of fun, but, uh, this game was not for me and I did not like it, uh, at all. Okay. But, and it was on game pass. So I should say like no harm, no foul as far as that stuff goes. Um, but I did play another game on game pass that I absolutely hey, love but, real quick. I'm so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what do you think? This is just me thinking on the fly here. Uh-huh. What do you think about instead of like us rolling through each of us, like every game we played, we kind of bounce back and forth, and like you say, game, I say, game, you say, game. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, you like that? Because yeah. that way it's not like one of us just talking forever, right? Like and that's like because like we both got a lot to go through. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So um, I actually did just now think about um, one game newer, not new but a uh, newer game that I've been playing. Uh, and that's Streets of Rage 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Fantastic. That game is what, what, awesome. What character did you play as? Uh, I started out with Axel, and then as soon as I opened up Adam, of course, oh, yeah. <laughs> I played Adam. Is Axel uh, the only – I can't remember. It's been a while since I played it. Is he no, the only one available? No, you, you three, start right? out with three. You start out with uh, three characters. I can't remember the others' names. It's like uh, Axel. It's actually four. You get you get two dudes and two girls. It's uh, the, and big, then, the big black guy. That's Axel. Adam. That's Adam. And you okay. don't get him until. Or oh, no, it, no, 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 no. There is another big. There's another big black guy um, okay. with like metal arms. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like Jax. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I played it. So me and Kyle, my older brother, um, when we were kids, we played the hell out of Streets of Rage. Like that was one of the, the games that we played through a lot together. You had a Genesis? Um, yeah. Yes. Nice. And um, so we played a lot of Streets of Rage when we were kids. And um, so he came over and visited this past weekend and he has Game Pass and this was on Game Pass. And I was like, yo, Streets of Rage 4, we're getting it. Let's go. And so we did and they kept the feel and the vibe of streets of rage like very very well um but then they also added in some new newer kind of mechanics that that brought it into the modern era i think in really fun ways mm-hmm. um so you've got all your old characters and stuff there's also the, these new characters um everybody has different things that they do whenever mechanically everybody has different things that they do like when you double tap forward Right. Um, like somebody like Axel, actually the main character, Axel, he doesn't do anything when you double tap forward. Um, he, there's he dashes forward, doesn't he? No, he doesn't even dash. Oh, wow. Um, but then there's other characters that will, there's one character that actually will go on a sprint and you can sprint all the way across the screen. There's other characters that'll dash when you double tap. Um, and that makes it really fun. And like, kind of like when you're picking characters between levels, it's like, Ooh, who do I want to pick? Right. Um, and then everybody also has, uh, special abilities that you can use that will actually hit you for a little bit of health um, if you use the ability. Mm-hmm. But then you can refill what you've spent by hitting enemies with combos after that. Oh, cool. um, so it's a good risk reward there. Um, also, it's a high risk, dude, because like you get in a room with a bunch of people and they will mess you up. Yeah. Um, 
that and I don't think <laughs> this might just be me. I only played multiplayer, but Kyle played by himself a little bit. Um, and he was saying that he thinks that the rooms fill up with the same amount of people, whether you're playing solo or two people, That's which weird. is kind of crazy considering that like with two people it's even hard to get through those well levels. i guess that would be the same as the arcade original because that's how it would have been in the, in the original game because yeah. they were able to design for more than one per or for like multiple games yeah. back in like the eight nineties. so yeah. that would make sense if they kept that style of thing yeah uh, i played the, i played a little bit of this game I, I think i beat the first level um it seemed difficult like it seemed like a hard game yeah it's hard it's a hard beat em up um but Gosh, it just I it hit that nostalgia button in my head just like how's the music? Because that's what I remember about the original. That music I think is so fire. Got the dude. original composer to do one track, I think. Um, but I think the rest of it still it's, sounds like I enjoyed cool. the hell out of that soundtrack. We were cranking it while we were playing it, dude. We had it on the surround sound, just going nuts. Um and so in the original game, you're fighting against a guy named Mr. X, which is like the best villain name ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in this one, you're fighting against his son and daughter, the Y twins. <laughs> and uh, they like run this Y corporation and you, you go to Y tower and uh, it's just, it's so, it's so like cheesy and corny, but it's right. like the best kind of cheesy and corny. Cause it's so self-aware. Right. Um, and oh, it's just glorious. And dude, there's all so when I was a kid, there was always like this one bad, uh, bad guy who's like this chick wearing like red leather with a whip. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was I like, remember, she's I hot. Yeah, I was like I six that. years old. I was like, why is she hot? <laughs> and now she's back and she's still hot. Nice. <laughs> I, I have to say that the art style in this game is really, really cool. Like mm-hmm. it's like this neon glow aesthetic i don't even know how you would lots of lens flares lens flares um there's also a really thick uh black border outlines for like yeah. the character t- character design and like uh, environment vibrant, vibrant yeah. looking it's it's um, almost like comic booky now um yeah yes yeah yeah but then uh yeah so that we actually i thought it was going to be a lot longer because there's actually like way more characters to unlock and and about two hours in, we actually unlocked a 16-bit axle, oh, which, <laughs> but it's, it is cool, but 16-bit axle doesn't have any of the new abilities or anything like that. Like, he, he can't, plays, like, the whole he character. plays exactly, like, he's got a punch, a kick, and a special that, like, runs out quickly. That's awesome. Um, so, like, I think that's to add a challenge for people I was gonna say, who it's are, almost like, hardcore like Streets hard. of Rage fans, because okay. I know there's a hardcore Streets of Rage community out there. Oh, yeah. It's almost um, like they give you a hard mode by giving you that character. Mm-hmm. And he's, dude, it's so cool. Cause like these new abilities, they, they look awesome. Like they take up the whole screen and like everything kind of like pauses for a second. They do some crazy shit and fire goes everywhere. Yeah. But then like in old streets of rage, it was like when you did your special for Axel, for example, it's like this, the game pauses and like the camera like cuts over and then it's like yeah. a cop car comes up and they just like yeah. shoot a bazooka <laughs> and it like, <laughs> Right. like across the screen and um that's exactly what i was like what's his special gonna be and it, of course that's exactly, that's what, exactly it was. what it is yeah that's, that's awesome it, yeah so like that was a super cool like thing to find um but we beat the game in probably about four or five hours um and right. i mean that's yeah. long for a beat-em-up yeah but there's i i think there's they tried to add some replay value by um adding there's a lot more characters that we didn't unlock see i thought that like 
because we started we unlocked like two characters in our playthrough we, we unlocked adam uh and we un unlocked 16-bit axel uh and i think we unlocked one no that was it that was it um but there's still like four or five more characters to unlock right and um so i guess that adds some replay value to it um but I don't know if I would go back and replay that again, unless I'm feeling that itch. Like we just, yeah. we, me and Kyle were hanging out together. Like just, that's just what we did when we were kids. We were like, screw it, let's do this. And so that's what we did. But uh, I don't think nowadays I would go and be playing Streets of Rage the way I did when I was a kid, like running through it over and over and over. Right. Well, so um, there's a difference between like having unlimited free time like you do when you're a child and and then having being an adult and having like virtually no free time whatsoever yeah you can't really dig into video games especially games like that that don't have a ton of depth you know um but i'm sure there's a ton of unlockable stuff for people who are like mega fans who do, who do want to dig into it like that um mm -hmm. i do remember see like the, the the start screen is like got a bunch of different things on it that you could like you know do various different modes you can unlock and stuff like that so it seems like okay. a lot of i didn't i didn't dig into the menus at all like we were just so amped to get it we were like let's just go click 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 <laughs> yeah right through. There, there is some stuff um i think there's even like a uh like a challenge mode or something like that um but there's definitely a lot fun. to unlock for people who want that but I, I i agree with you it's not a game that i would put like i would probably do it one time especially if i was playing with somebody else do it one time and then be done with it. And, and Very fun co-op though, I will yeah. say. Like and and the best part about it and also the most frustrating part about it is that there's there's friendly fire. Like oh, yeah. and that's, that's so that's, like so like you'll get in the middle of a combo and if like your friend walks into that like they're they're like, getting I'm, messed I'm, up. <laughs> like that's I awesome. I can't tell you how many times like one of us would do a special that like shoots you across the screen and the other guys just like damn it stop hitting me <laughs> that's awesome i can definitely see that <laughs> yeah so uh streets of rage 4 great game great follow-up to uh to that series that i like the originals maybe give it a, give it a whirl definitely give that a whirl um yeah so so what else you've been playing there travis so i played a little game called psychonauts 2 Ooh. Uh, that game is on game pass um and man, it's really good. Like, yeah? really good. I'm not a big platformer guy. I like Mario, and that's about it. I don't play <laughs> any other platformers. I've never liked, you know, like Donkey Kong 64 is one of the worst games ever made to me. I know a lot of people like it, but it is not my jam at all. Like, I don't Love like be some DK 64. Oh, it's just oof. Um, <laughs> and I actually don't even like the original Psychonauts that much. Like, it, I think it's a fun game. It's got good writing, but like. The platforming got old to me pretty quickly, but this game, it is so fun. Like it, it feels like each environment is like a new, they, they have like a new gimmick almost. So it never feels stale. There is a ton to collect, but it all like the collectibles go towards like your power. It gives you skill points and stuff. So mm -hmm. you're constantly unlocking the, finding the collectibles gives you um, like, it gives you a reason to go find these collectibles other than just like, finding them which i that's what i've always disliked about platforms it's like oh, okay i got you know the d-o-n-k-e-y but what now like what do i get for that like nothing so this game gives you a reason to get those things because it gives you skill points and stuff um and it also just looks phenomenal like it looks does it so it yeah. looks better than it looked in the because i saw the trailer and i was like this if doesn't you, look that great like looks, that's as far as the visuals go it looks super sharp um it runs great 
and I think if you like, it looks like you're playing the Nightmare Before, like that style, the Nightmare Before Christmas, like a, that style of, um, like um, it's really chunky, like almost clay-like characters. Yeah, yeah, that's and, um, and it, it it feels like it looks like you're playing that type of game, and if you like like that style of humor, I think it's right up your alley. It's a, it's it's not super kitty, but it's also not like you know, super adult either. It, it fits this like really nice in between where it, there's it's jokes funny. that adults will get that kids won't. Mm, uh, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, definitely, cause it's, it's actually, it's dealing with trauma. Like you're going into these people's heads and you're, and the original game did too, I guess a little bit, but this feels more. So you're going into these people's heads and you're like solving their like issues or, or like at least trying to solve their issue. And it actually does a lot of stuff with like mental health and, and, um, some of that stuff so there is definitely some humor that I think would go over little kids heads but not to the point where they wouldn't have a good time with it I think you could sit this in front of like a seven or eight yeah but I mean even with like Disney movies and stuff and yeah. like Nightmare Before Christmas especially like there's like innuendo out the ass yeah. like <laughs> there's not a whole lot of I mean there is like Raz is like flirty with his girlfriend a little bit but it's not there's not a lot of like innuendo like that in the game but it, it does deal with some some heavy issues like abandonment and 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 stuff like gambling addiction for one lady um stuff like that like you're you're constantly like hearing out these people's problems by diving into their head and and, and dealing with that stuff but it's just fun to play like it, it's it, unlike the first game to me this game is actually fun to play and i think that's the big difference not only is it funny not only is it well written not only does it look good but it's actually fun to play and i think that's the big difference between this game and the original uh is that it it, it, it keeps me going by um by being an actual fun game and i think it 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 it's the kind of game that i kind of want to play on my couch so i'm thinking about buying it for ps5 when it comes out on like a sale or something because playing it at the computer that that like long because it's a pretty long game mm -hmm. um, is not ideal to me so i think i'm gonna get it again when it, it goes on sale for ps5 so i loved everything about the original Psychonauts except playing it. Like I right. loved the environments. I loved the subject matter. I loved the characters, but when it came to playing it, it just felt like super sluggish and chunky. Mm -hmm. um, felt almost like I was walking in mud, you know, that, that just like nineties, that nineties 3d platformer feel that like, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it wasn't made in the nineties, but yeah. I, I was it, it was, what was it like 2000, 2001? I think it was like 2003 or four. Okay. Well, maybe. I, think it, it I mean, it was still in that era though. Yeah. It was definitely early, like PS2. Uh, I think it came out on Xbox one, like original Xbox, OG Xbox. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it's a, it's definitely plays way better. Like it does not, it, it doesn't feel like Mario. It's not quite that. Do the jumps still feel floaty as hell? it's kind of floaty but not nearly what the original was like okay you will jump if you when you try to make a jump in this game you will make that jump like mm. you're not gonna like be missing jumps or, or anything like that like it, it it feels really good to play uh okay. the combat is actually really fun too because they constantly give you new powers and stuff like that like you have like a pull you have like so your telekinesis powers so you're like throwing stuff at enemies and you're like pulling stuff to you and there's this really the opening bit is actually like takes place in the dentist's head so you're it's a lot of teeth stuff so you're like going through the environment and like psych like telekinetically grabbing zippers on teeth and like it's like a tooth and pulling through gum and it's like <laughs> ripping open it, it's gnarly but it's love it's it funny. that's it's awesome. funny and really really cool um and trippy very trippy very it seems like a good <laughs> game to do some some fun drugs and <laughs> play out on 
Um, but I, I, ha- I mean, especially <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so you can check it out for literally no cost to you. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's worth it. I think I think the game is super fun. Yeah, I I will check that out whenever I finally do bite the bullet and buy a new console. <laughs> I've been looking at them and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. But it will happen, guaranteed. Um, all right. So you got anything else about Psychonauts two? Any kind of crazy uh, spoilers you want to give out? No, no. I think it's a fun game. That, there's not really a lot to spoil, but I think that. I think the environments could be spoiled because some of the places you go are pretty unique and fun. Um, and it goes, it goes places uh, so far. I mean, <laughs> I'm only like two hours into it, but um, it's pretty, it's, it's dope. Nice. Well, uh, that's awesome. So what have we talked about so far? You talked about uh, 12 minutes, 12 minutes, Psychonauts. And then uh, I talked about Streets of Rage and we've got a couple more to talk about, but what do you say we take a quick break? Sounds good to me. All right, so we're going to go grab a couple more beers, and we will be right back with more booze and games. Yeah, that sounded good, too. Beautiful. Beautiful. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gaming and Drinking Cast, um, where South Carolina football just won a game 47 to nothing the other day. Um, wait. Clemson lost. <laughs> Clemson lost. <laughs> oh boy, that always feels good to say. The one time it ever never, happens never, never gets old. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, um, <clears throat> so we've got more games to talk about here. Um, I have been playing a little. Wait. Oh wait. Oh, we've got beer to talk about here. Yeah, beer to talk about. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. Yeah. You go ahead. What's your, what beer are you drinking there? Mango cart? No, fuck no. Noda Gorgeous. Ah. Gorgeous. It's the pumpkin. Imperial pumpkin beer. Should have um, known. Should have known. It is, I'm telling you, I'm in the season now. I'm ready for it. So <laughs> anything. I think this beer is awesome. I know a lot of people hate on pumpkin beer, but um, this is. I like some of them. This is probably the best one out there to me. I've always loved this beer. And I haven't had it this year, so let's see how it goes. Ooh, it's pretty. Oh my god, that's good. That's so good. Save one for me. Uh, I only bought a single, but okay, I'll, I'll buy a pack. <laughs> I can get a whole pack sent down. Um, nice. Yeah, I might do that because it's so. Where, like so Noda there in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, what's the percent on that bad boy? Six point three. Six point four. Okay. Um. So I am drinking. Uh, Another Edmonds Oast. I know we've featured them on here a lot, but usually about 99% of the time it's their sours because that's, yeah. that's what you go to Edmonds Oast for is the sours. And um, I bought the other day, I bought their New England style triple IPA, the Sensuous Force, um, again, because of the can. <laughs> I just can't help myself. Uh, but it's 10%. And... Um, it is quite hazy and thick. Look at that bad boy, Damn, dude. Yeah. That is a I can, thick I can imagine what that tastes like just by looking at it. Whew, I was telling Travis this might have to be my last one. Uh, <laughs> but it's 10%. That's like three beers in one. So And it's a, yeah, it's a 16 ounce beer too. It's a pint. <laughs> so 
yeah, we'll be, we'll be doing all right after this one, but I, I might need to uh, take some time to sober up because I am supposed to go out to dinner in about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have to go do something a little bit too. So. Oh, uh, God. Insane. But let's, let's see what we got here. Nice. It's not bad. Yeah. It is very thick. Holy shit. Sick. That mouthfeel, though. Mm, thick mouthfeel? Like velvet. Don't ever do that again. That's no, please don't. If you're listening to the audio version, Adam is flicking his tongue out like a lizard, and it is <laughs> quite disturbing. It's what it's what the sensuous force made me do. I guess that they did put it on the can. They're not lying to you. I thought you were gonna say it's what the viewers want. <laughs> it's <But> like <laughs> it's what plants want. I don't know about that. Um. So we just talked about Spectronauts oh, 2. Uh, what is your next game that you've been playing? Yeah, so this is another one that's uh, kind of new, but like I think it's a couple years old actually. But I've been I've been itching to play this game, and I just finally bought it. Slay the Spire, man, what a game! What a game! Let's let's get let's get a toast to Slay the Spire real quick. Cause I, I have it downloaded on my computer because it's on Game Pass, but I have not played it yet. It is so good, like. Tell me, I'm, a, tell me. I'm a huge fan of card battlers. Um, this like, is a roguelike, right? Yes, it is a roguelike card battler. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's roguelite. I wouldn't say it's roguelike. It's very... That's what I meant, roguelite. Yeah. Roguelite. yeah um, so the, the thing that you get, you, you're just redoing the same thing every time, trying to get through to the spire and destroy it. Are um, you in like a dungeon? Do you see your character? Like how does the... You're, I mean, it's literally like, so the way you start out each run is there's like branching, there'll be like three or four like starting points on like a map. And um, they each like branch and like cross into each other and go up to a boss. And you can see the whole path laid out in front of you before you even start. And there will be, there will be like, um, there's different icons on the map. That's like this next level is going to be a battle. This next level is going to be a merchant. This next okay. level is going to be a exactly. mystery. Um, it's kind of like, did you ever play FTL? I did not. It's got but, that same kind of timeline, except it was uh, horizontal instead so, of vertical. But yeah, so exactly you kind of, you pick, you pick which branch you want to go on, and then like you can kind of like maneuver it across which way on your way up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's funny you say that because there's actually a card in this game that's just the name of it is just FTL. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I could see. I, I wonder. No, it's not by the same people, but um, I, I'm sure they took some inspiration from FTL. Oh, they they took nods from a lot of different games, and like they they showed them love. Um, that's awesome. And um, so, do you have a character on screen, or is it just like? Yeah. Hard? So, like it, it, the way that it, the way the battles look is, it looks like a JRPG. Um, mm. It's like you're on one side, the enemy group is on the other. Um, and cards and you have like your your hand is in front of you you got a draw pile over here discard pile over here um and then like you you just each each character you start out with just one character available but then the more you play there's four characters total i've unlocked three of them um and and you pick them up each run like no you don't pick them up each run um i think you have to do certain um, to get through the game a certain amount to uh to unlock each character i think like i think with to get the second character 
you have to beat act one and have the second and 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 then to get the third character you have to beat act two to get the fourth character you have to beat act three um, so do they stay with you after that for good yeah run yeah oh, but cool. you only it's you don't get to take it's not like you have a party it's just you're, you take one character oh okay i see what you mean yeah and they so have like, different abilities and different cards. yeah and dude the third character so the first character um does like extra damage the second character is like a poison character where they got a lot of cards that do uh damage over time and then the third character the one that i've just unlocked is super dope he's actually got these like uh these orb slots all around him and you have cards that can like you play orbs and like you'll have a lightning orb or an ice orb or a, a darkness orb and so each like of mage yeah but he's a robot he's a robot with like claws and so he also like claws it's okay. it's That's wild cool. it is wild dude what's what's the aesthetic of the game is it like dungeon fantasy or is it more like because you said robot that that throws me off because i thought yeah it is it is it is dungeon fantasy and it's super um you you're not going here for the art style i'll tell you that like the art style is not anything to write home about um it's pretty basic but the way the cards interact with each other and the depth of the combat and the depth of um things that you can purchase on the way um Mm -hmm is what you're really coming there for and the way they combine. And like, if you're a fan of like magic, the gathering, which I'm a huge fan of magic, the gathering, I used to play that a ton when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll really like this game. So are you, so speaking of that, are you building a deck like in magic or do you get like a predetermined deck each time? So your character, your character, your character has a predetermined deck. Um, but like as you go each battle, up. each battle that you win, you get to, bring another card into your deck and as you get further in the cards that you're adding to your deck get better and better um so like every battle like like i said uh in the beginning like you're you're looking at this this map of world one basically by the time you finish world one you'll have about eight or nine new cards that go on top of your base deck so when you burn a card does it go back into your pile or it's done um most of them will go into your discard pile and then like once you run out of cards that are in your deck they'll just loop back and get shuffled into back into your hand so if you use like a particularly powerful move you can't use it again until you use all your other cards yeah okay yeah um but there are also some cards that are so powerful that like it'll say exhaust this card once you play it so like you can only play it like once per battle um per battle or once per run once once per battle Oh, so they reset after every battle? Um, after every battle, your cards reset. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And, oh, that's what um, the nodes are then. So like at node battle, cards come up. After you finish that node, cards are reached, go back into your pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so once you play a card, they go into your discard pile. And then once you play all of your cards that are out of your draw pile, they go from your discard pile back into back your into draw your pile. Draw. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and and you, uh, do you have any agency over this deck that you're building, or is it just... The agency, the agency you have, yeah, you get your base deck, which is what your character comes with. Um, but then also, uh, that this is part of like the roguelite aspect of it is the further along you get and the more XP you get with each character, you unlock more cards, um, as you play with that character more. And then the main thing you're trying to do is you are building your deck as you go along. Like every time you have a battle and you win, um, the next phase after you win is you get to pick a one out of three cards that are just randomly drawn. Um, that is like 
other cards that you're build you you are building your deck with. So like the further along, like the more unlocks you get, the the better cards that will come there. Like whenever you win a battle, there's three three cards that you get to draw from, um, and so you'll get better cards as you keep yeah, leveling up your character. Yeah. That's, that sounds really fucking cool. It is so good. It is so good. And last, so last night we decided, I, I know it's 5.15 right now, but last night me and Travis said we were going to record at 9 a.m., but Travis had to go to work, which, fuck you, man. Why are you working? <laughs> no. Um, I wasn't. But. <laughs> no. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed early. And I started playing. I was like, I'm just going to do one run to Slay the Spire before I go to bed. One of those one more run games. Dude, I started at 11, and that same run lasted me till 2 a.m. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I almost I, – I got, like, almost to the boss of Act 3. Um, and, like, in the beginning, your, your enemies will have, like, 20 to 30 XP or HP that you got to take down. Yeah. By the end of Act 3, these motherfuckers have 1,000 – hp <laughs> so and you're still rolling your character starts out with like 60 and if you're lucky you'll have your character's hp up to like 90 at wow. most okay. and so, <laughs> so like it, it's hard by the time you get to act three the shit I've, heard is I've heard it's hard. very difficult people talk about this game in terms of difficulty a lot i think whoa hmm. <laughs> what was that the lighting just shifted and no. my coat my coaster stuck to my glass <laughs> nice um i I really, I, I have not traditionally been like a big card-based guy. I think I played this game. So uh, Xenosaga, which I'm sure you've never played, was a big JRPG back in the early 2000s, and I loved it. And in the third game, they no, not Xenosaga, uh, Fantasy Star Online. No, Fantasy Star the, not the ones that are on right now, but they did like a, it, like a GameCube version of it. Uh -huh. There's like Fantasy Star Online, like. But it wasn't an online game. It was a single-player JRPG. Yeah, Fantasy Star. We'll say Fantasy Star GameCube. I can't remember what it was. But then the third one, they introduced this, like, ridiculous card battling system. And I think that burned me so hard back in, like, 2005 that I'm, like, I never liked card-based games. But with this game uh, having come out, uh, the uh, One Step from Eden, which is pretty similar to this game from what I've seen, and now the new Marvel XCOM-like that is going to be using a card-based system, I feel like it's. I'm gonna have to give. Dude, this cards are where game. it's at, man. You're gonna have to get with it or fucking get out of the way. <laughs> I, I, did, I really did like Magic when I was younger, a little bit. Like I didn't play a whole lot of it, but I, I you know, I was more of a D and D guy. But I liked mm. what I played of Magic. Um, yeah, I like the physical. Like I, it's so crazy to me that like this type of game is now digital because like right. I that was that was my big hang up on like why I quit playing Magic was like I've still got friends that play Magic to this day. Right. Like, I don't want to have to go and buy cards. I don't want to have to go and, like, do all this shit. But, like, to have a game that's this in-depth and, like, has cards that I can get without yeah. having to buy other packs. And um, it gives you the thrill of, like, getting new cards all the time without having yeah. to spend, like, excess money on it and, and mm -hmm. doing that stuff in real life and having to keep up with all that stuff because that becomes a lot you know yeah and on another note like so i yeah i was a magic nerd i was also a uh, mage knights nerd you ever heard of mage knights i feel like i've heard of that but i don't know what it is it was like a warhammer it was like warhammer and that came out at the same time and i guess just warhammer blew up and mage knights it was like it's a tabletop, tabletop yeah tabletop game? with okay. the with like the click clicky base with like all your stats on the base and you like turn the turn the dial on the base to like get your stats 
it's it's yeah warhammer is not that's not really what War, warhammer is more like miniatures and you have like yeah they're mini figs they're mini figs and then like but like the base that they stand on has like stats on it and then like oh, if your character okay. gets hit you like click it down oh, one cool. and like your stats change that's cool it, yeah i used to god we used to play that shit so much like we'd go out i remember in like fifth grade I, we would all come to school with our fucking mage nights oh my god what a nerd <laughs> And we'd sit in the hallway and play fucking Mage Knights. Wow. <laughs> truly, truly nerdy. Oh, Mage Knights is glorious. Really wish it was still around. I wish they'd make a digital version of that. Oh, I like how it's kind of like, actually. You know what? Now that I mention it, it is exactly like XCOM. Literally, exactly like XCOM. It's a grid-based system. Uh-huh. You have your stats. You can move a certain distance. Uh, you have a certain attack range. You got your dice roll, dude. It's XCOM. It's fucking XCOM. Well, XCOM is was an old PC game, so that makes sense. Wow. Oh my god. Okay. So, anyways, that's uh, that's that's uh, that there slay the spire. Well, speaking speaking of, speaking of XCOM, <laughs> I have been absolutely addicted to XCOM Two, War of the Chosen, uh, lately, which I bought a while back and I played a little bit of, but it got to be really hard and I like gave up. So I started a new run. Um, I played the shit out of the original, not the original original, but the, the when they relaunched it back in like 2012, I think. It was XCOM Enemy Unknown, which was mm-hmm. an amazing game. And this is the type of game where you like, you get soldiers and you're making like tactical decisions. You're, there's like a broad overview and then there's like the specific view when you go into each individual like scenario and mission and stuff. And you're like building out your base and then you're deciding which missions to take and who to take on them. But what I love about this game is that you can like take these characters they give you and then you can edit them and make them your own. So I have a full army of my friends, <laughs> including like you and your brothers and, and, and a bunch of our other friends and stuff like that. <laughs> so every time I go on a missions, it's, my whole team is just people that I know. Is it permadeath? And it can be. I, I don't have that on because <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm like a very, it is. Okay. So like if I were to end the mission, but I save scum. So it would be permadeath if I like, for instance, Wesley died and, and, and he's dead for good. Um, because I, it was like when I first started. That's like the worst one to die for good. <laughs> well, I, you know, it was early when I started playing. And he's I was coming like, back, man. He's coming back. I was like, I was like, I'm going to play this fairly. And then at, right after he died, I was like, no, I'm safe. coming the shit out of this game. <laughs> um, so Wesley's my only like, I mean, there's been some no name characters that I've had die that weren't named after my friends, but I basically, if, if, if I, after Wesley died, I took it so hard that I had to, <laughs> I couldn't let anyone else die. So then I started safe scumming. Um, but I have been just absolutely addicted to this game. Like I, I, that Sunday when I got back from um, Charlotte after my birthday, I played like from the time I got home until like two o'clock in the morning. Dude, I came of- over to like grab some shit at like four in the afternoon. You were like in the couch or on the couch in your underwear just like fucking it's <laughs> like this is eating cheetos fucking cheeto hands it wasn't cheetos it was cheez-its <laughs> but i was definitely in you were in the zone dude you were I in the in zone, the zone. <laughs> um, i i just like it's one of those games where i'm like okay i'm just gonna do one mission and then when you finish the mission you get to decide all these things like where you got to put your stat points and all this other stuff and then you just get like addicted to like building on your base and like it's not even just the individual battles it's like how you you do the like tactics and the broad overview stuff after that and the game is amazing like it's so good um 
uh, what makes me very excited for Firaxis's Marvel game because the same guys who made this are making that new Marvel game, which is going to be card based. Oh, I don't know really cannot how wait. Do, cannot wait to see I that. How they're going to? I watched the the video of when they first showed the gameplay, but they just released like a twenty minute trailer, like going deep into the card system. So I think I'm going to watch that here in a little bit and see. Yeah, what that looks I'm like. really excited for that game. Yeah, and you get to make your own Marvel character, which I think is fucking cool as shit. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very excited Fuck you, about DC that. Online. Yeah, I, I did like making my. <laughs> I liked making my character in DC Online. I just didn't like playing the video game. <laughs> I enjoy. The thing is, like, I wish that you could. With I'm sorry to kind of derail this, but no, I'm, I'm done. Uh, There's not a lot to say about it. It's just that I'm addicted to it. But yeah. yeah, but the thing about DC Online, yes, making characters in DCUO was like the best like yeah. you feel so cool like you, you get to custom you get to customize the shit out of those characters yeah. but then you have to replay the same damn like 10 levels mm-hmm. like it's like you can't uh, the way they should have done it is you get to create your characters and then like just continue the story with your new character that you created um if, 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 if it were more like final fantasy 14 where you just were playing this ginormous story all the way through with each mission being like its own thing mm-hmm. but they kind of made it like an early version of what a live service game is yeah it's very it's a very like rudimentary version of an online like it's like fantasy service Star game Mark. like the, the the newer fantasy Star it's Mark. very linear they want they don't want you to think it's linear but it is very linear and you're, you're playing like it's kind of like destiny destiny one where you're just playing the same missions over and over again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah that that's not super fun if it if i wish they give it actually i want a marvel version of this where you get to like make your own character and go through like like a, a Final Fantasy fourteen, but with Marvel characters. That's <laughs> oh, that's what I want. But God, that'd uh, be awesome. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Like that just seems like or Star Wars. I guess they have done that. That's what Star they should have done instead of the Avengers game. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Oh, we want a live service game, but we also wanted to have this like story, this deep story mode. And for all, from what it seems like, the story mode was the good part, but the live service game part was the bad. Yeah, part. Yeah, like you can't have your cake and eat it too, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, if anybody could have their cake and eat it too, it would be Marvel, but they, they bid off two more, I, I, too much. What would have been better, so instead of trying to like make a game where you play as like, you know, five different heroes who each have individual powers. So you like the reason the Spider-Man game is so good is because it's just one character that they, they like honed into and they made him super fun to play. But the Avengers game is like six characters that they have to like figure out how to do those, you know, moves with and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can't really nail down the feel of those characters because it has to fit like a template. Because if you're Hulk, you have to be able to do the same things that Iron Man can do because you're going through the same environments, right? So like mm-hmm. you can't really tailor it to specific characters. So what they should have done was let you interact with the Avengers, but you're like a new Avenger and you get to make your own character, which is what this Marvel XCOM game. Which is, is doing. what yeah, exactly what they yeah, they totally should have done that. So Good Lord, yeah, I mean it's a no brainer, right? Like we just <laughs> we just solved the problem right there. But. Come on, you guys. could you could do like the live service style where you're doing missions over and over again because I mean you would they would still have to perfect all the different kinds of powers though because like you could have somebody who wants to make like a Thor like or someone that makes one a Hulk like or like right. you know but, but that, I think people would be more forgiving if it's a character that they made exactly and I think that it would be it you don't have to like because Hulk is very specific like he can jump really far like I don't think you would need like you would have like a you could be a flying character you could be like a swinging character but those are basically the same movements right mm-hmm. not like Hulk where you're like your movement is like jumping really far you know like it's yeah. very different yeah. um so like I, I think it would be more fun if they because you could do like all right this guy shoots lasers out of his hands this guy shoots a gun this guy shoots webs like those are all different abilities but they're all basically the same in terms of gameplay function so 
mm-hmm. you could you could make it work. I think maybe people that are smarter than me could could do that. But I really wonder why <laughs> they haven't done a Marvel MMO yet because that just seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah, for real. Oh man, I um I think that's all. I've played a couple others. I'll save them for uh, next week. Um, yeah, but we're I do. Long for this segment, because we're if we're going to talk over the thing tomorrow, then we should probably save yeah. Some time. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about uh, talking about that their evolution collection event from Apex? Let's do it. Uh, I just put a link in the uh, in the outline to the to the whole whole shebang. Um, so yeah, this, this thing, it's called the evolution collection event and man, I got to give more kudos to apex just for keeping it going. Um, they I think just, it's the number one online game right now. From is it I, real? That's I think, awesome. I think that it, makes it, me it, really it happy. Surpass call of duty from what I understand. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And they just keep rolling out better and better stuff they are really really fine-tuning um what it is to be a service game yeah um so uh starting let's see i think it's it might have already it might have already started i don't know when exactly it's starting but it's uh basically a rampart event which rampart hadn't ever really gotten enough love no um Uh, it starts september 14th september 14th okay so in five days um it's it's going to be on and it's it's looks pretty awesome there's a new town takeover which if you're not familiar with those that's basically like a themed uh place that they modify on the map um to represent that character and kind of give give them some love and so ramparts her thing she's been a gun modder her whole life and so this place is called big maud uh nice pun there good nice and punny uh big mod yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's you a place where you can... earlier I thought you were saying mod like M O D. Yeah. Yeah. So big mod is basically a it's M A U D E, but yeah, it's where you go to buy modded weapons, and it's like a huge gunship that uh, is is going to be chilling on the map, and you're going to be able to go there and buy a bunch of modded weapons. That's fucking awesome. Yep. Then uh, there's the other part, which is a Rampart Arenas takeover, where actually you're going to be able to buy those modded weapons in the arenas mode um which is gonna make for some really interesting stuff um can't wait to buy a modded rampage i don't know what that's gonna be but mm, yeah it's gonna be sexy that's all i know <laughs> keep it they, sexy uh, they took out uh the tap strafing i don't know if you've heard about this uh but i read about th- this is controversial it's a pc thing where you can do something called tap strafe i don't really understand how it works but it sounds like it would give PC players even more advantage, which is terrible because they so already they, have so much wait, advantage. So they, they took that out so PC players don't have that advantage? Yes. Okay, good. PC players are very mad about that. <laughs> good, dude. I, I can't tell you how many times I die to PC players that I think I should have beaten. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. Believe me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's exciting for us yeah. console players. Um. There's also a new heirloom for Rampart, which is uh, basically a giant monkey wrench with gumballs in it. <laughs> it's awesome. Right. I, I, I like that. It's still no Revenant Scythe, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. There's also some pretty dope uh, skins and stuff that are coming along with that as yeah, well. Super cool looking skins with this event. And I think it's a two-week long thing. It is. Um, yeah, I think it's going to the 28th. 
the biggest the biggest uh mechanical change i think is again with rampart yeah sheila her ultimate she can now run around with it yep That's yeah it. Yeah, because there are many. I, I like playing as Rampart a lot, and I actually played with her last night, and we had some decent success. We did. Uh, did we? We didn't get a dub. No, we came in no, second. We, we a couple came in times. second a bunch. But uh, what I would notice is that when you throw her Sheila down, if it, like if I could just get this one angle on this guy, or if I could just turn this a little bit this way, or if I could just mm-hmm. you know like whatever, and like the ability to just move it is going to be huge, and I think it makes her so viable, especially when you have your like shield set up. If you could like you know patrol those shields with her sheila like that's yeah that's big i wonder so i know they said that you can now run around with sheila and you can also shoot while walking with Sheila. with sheila but one thing that has always kind of also been a bummer for me is that like you can't, rotate can't turn all the way 360 I, degrees i don't I, I think they did that on purpose i don't think they're going to change that unless you're walking with it yeah because I think that like that's if you, that's the fix for that. Then one one big thing is that if you're concentrating on who's in front of you, you can be snuck up on from behind, and you can't just turn around and blast that person. And I think that that's on purpose. So, you know, you, I think that that's a good thing. But also, if since they nerf it kind of when you are walking around with it, that gives you the ability to do something like that. But you also don't have the full strength of what it is when it's mounted. So, I think it's a well, good. Well, it's got off. full strength, doesn't it? I don't mean full strength, but like the full like you don't you only get one clip. You, yeah, you know, it's like it's there's it's, a cooldown, it, right? Like it cool will down. go it's, away. It's a little it's a little not quite as powerful as what I mean by full strength. Yeah. Not yeah. not that it doesn't hit as hard, but yeah, you know you don't get the full benefit of what it is. Yeah, you're not sit, you can't just sit there for five minutes on that gun running around, which is God, it's so cool when it works. Yeah. when you when you kill someone with that gun is maybe one of the most satisfying things it happens so fast all yeah, i gotta do is get out there when you have the, when you have it behind one of the shields and it gives uh-huh. it a boost man that and somebody walks around a corner and just and they're dead they're like they have no time to react so <laughs> i think this is going to be cool because I, I think that she's one of the more fun characters to play as it is already and i think that this is going to make her even more viable which is good anything that makes characters more viable anything that makes more characters more viable than octane is a good thing in my head <laughs> Oh yeah, Octane is pretty much the most viable character. It's just that he's so he's in, that, like you, you he's in every it. group. He's like I don't think I ever play a game where I don't see an Octane in there. Yeah, in in the battle. Um, yeah, but our group doesn't. What? Our group doesn't really play that much Octane anymore. Rich does. Rich plays every single time. Does he? Yeah, he's his main is Octane, and so is Parker's. Yeah, Parker doesn't really play anymore though. Yeah. But I, yeah, I've been on a I've been on a seer kick and I'm digging him, yeah, dude. I like I, I like him a lot. Even um, even though they nerfed him, I think he's still super viable. Yeah, I, I so all right. Let's take a step back. I since all this stuff has been going on in my life, um, I haven't really been playing a whole lot of Apex. I've been playing a lot of Switch. If you can't tell from my conversation just now, <laughs> um, but. I haven't played Apex in probably three weeks before two days ago. Right. And so, like, I jumped in, and, like, the last time I played before that was, like, when Seer first came out. And so, he was just OP as fuck. He had, like, a 12-second cooldown or something. Yeah. And uh, it it was ridiculous. And so, I came back in last night and started playing, and I threw out his tactical. I was like, wait, I got to wait 26 seconds now? What the – what? Yep. Uh, Yeah, so they definitely – yeah, he's still like it, it makes a lot of sense when you're playing him. 
mm. but he's still super viable. Like he, yeah, he, oh yeah. And his ult, his ult still doesn't take that long to charge up, and no. his ult is insanely useful. useful. Yeah. Um, if you're in a battle in a building, dude, the range is limited in a way that I think makes it fair, mm-hmm. but it's also so useful, especially when you're trying to ferret out somebody. Like, I can't tell you how many times we've been in a battle where, like, where'd they go? And they're, like, on top of the roof or on top of the building we're in, like, on top of us. And mm-hmm. if you just throw that thing out, you immediately know where they are. Yeah. So, it's, like, and you're, the best thing about it is your whole team can see it. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like Bloodhound. Yeah, exactly. With Bloodhound's ult, it's only Bloodhound that sees it. Right, exactly. So, we were actually having that conversation yesterday. I think it was Sean was saying, like, well, Bloodhound and, and Seer, their ults are pretty much the same. It's, like, no, Seer, like, he helps your whole fucking team like in a big house is specifically for him and it makes him very powerful and very dangerous but sears is for the whole team yeah which i I, especially in a game like this i'm always like it's one of the problems i have with octane is that i don't think he's super good for a team like he's very good for the individual he's good for getting a team if if you want to take your team in for a real hard push but that in under that one specific instance he's very useful for that but generally his alt and his his like uh power are used to get him out of situations or into situations on his own mm-hmm. like he, he it can be used his ult can definitely be used for the team but overall like it's more of an individual's play which is why so many people play him because they're in it for the kills or whatever there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that i'm not saying that but i the way i play i like more of a team-based thing and i, I think anything that benefits the team is better for the team that i'm playing on so for sure when i'm that's what i like about seer is that it's like almost both his his uh his passive his tactical and his alt are all for the team. Yeah, they're support. And you know that I've always, like, any game we ever play, I'm always a support character. Like, whether it's Diablo, WoW, fucking anything, anything we play, I'm always a healer. Which, I mean, Lifeline's a healer, but Lifeline is boring to me, dude. Like, I, I get bored with Lifeline. I, yeah. I, I need like- some – because, like, you can – like, as, as much of a support character as Seer is, you still use his shit offensively. Yeah. Like you right. can, if, cause if you throw his like tunnel out there and you like, you hit him for 10 damage and then also they now know, oh shit, they see and they, me. And it interrupts and it them. Freaks, so yeah. It interrupts them and they freak out. Like it, it, it's definitely an offensive uh, move, not just defense. Not just support. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes him so interesting is that it's, it's support based, but it's definitely can be offensive in nature if you want it to be. And his alt too, like if you're trying to push on someone, you throw that all down when you go into the building they're in and then you know where they are so you can push mm-hmm. on them even more. Like it's definitely aggressive in a way that Lifeline, for instance, could never be, you yeah. know? And yeah. that's, I think that's the difference between that kind of support character and someone like Lifeline. I think Lifeline is great to have on your team, just not somebody that I particularly want to play with, you know? Yeah, I like having a Lifeline on my team. I just don't like to play with her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, hey, dude. Um, I know I, I don't want to cut us off, but at the same time, I'm supposed to be going out to dinner within the hour right <laughs> you down i'm good you got what else you got anything else no we can save the rest of it for tomorrow we'll, Word. We're, we're gonna reconvene and talk about this because con- you need to watch it i need to watch it too but i saw a little bit of it in the background yeah i'll watch it i'll watch it later for sure um and we'll watch that and then we'll come back tomorrow discuss some of the cool shit because i saw some stuff that i know you don't even know about yet and um <laughs> i'm excited to watch it I'm i saw one in particular it. announcement that i think is gonna be very cool for you so yeah that makes me excited can't wait Um, but yeah so uh this has been episode 10 
10, nine. No, we're not gonna. This is episode ten. God damn it! Tomorrow's a special edition. Okay. Okay. This is so. This is the full episode. And this is do- this tomorrow's the special edition. Or I okay. guess we could say this is a the first half of ten. I thought we were gonna combine is this, them. Is this a two parter? Yeah, that's what I thought we were gonna do. Oh, like, this I is like the first that. Half, and then like, oh, the second half. Is so the we're part. gonna take a break then. Yeah, basically it's gonna be a twenty-four hour break. <laughs> yeah. So we'll finish recording this episode tomorrow, or yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. But anyways, thanks everybody for watching and listening and sticking along with us. Um, even though we have been on a little bit of a hiatus, we might go on another one because I am going on a big trip here soon. But I will talk more about that tomorrow. Um, life man life happens live your life live your best life go hug your friends and family tell them you love them all right uh everybody cheers to you cheers Cheers. to the internet cheers to games and drinks talk to you later keep drinking